This week, we chat about New Year's resolutions and why they fail. We talk about exercise-induced asthma and how running may boost brain power. Let's get into it. This episode will be released on New Year's Eve. It's almost the new year. So at the beginning of the year, for our one-year anniversary, are we going to search the jingle bank and try and find some different <laughs> opener? Never. Walter Concrete. Con- Never. Right. Concrete. Walter Concrete. Yeah. What's it, whatever his name was. <laughs> that guy. Oh, dude. Speaking of that, that's why I brought up the asthma thing, because yeah. I got a I've, I, since I was been a, a kid, I've had this. Whenever I would shovel, mm-hmm. we, I would start wheezing like a mofo, just you know, <gasps> and it, you know, it was obviously I was fifteen, I was in perfect shape, but I just maybe not. Went, well, maybe, maybe not cardiovascularly. I mean, you probably weren't. But uh, so it, it probably had a weak VO two max, possibly. But I I was looking up the symptoms and I f- found this thing called exercise induced asthma. Yeah, that's real. So we're going to Emmy has it. Yes, yeah, so we're going to get into that. Talk about some New Year's resolutions and why they fail. Sure. And then I saw this article about running boosting brain power. I thought it was kind of silly. I like it or awesome. So yeah, so New Year's Eve almost almost twenty twenty two. Can you believe it? It's crazy. It's a time just. You know, they say midlife crisis or whatever, and you're, oh, you got half your life ahead of you. But you know what? <laughs> Statistically the not. The back half <laughs> goes really fucking fast. Right. And <laughs> I was talking about, because we, we were talking about something with my kids, and we we're, you know, I can't remember what it was about, but I said, well, that's been a quarter of her life has been this. Because mm-hmm. like for the last two years, I don't know about COVID or something stupid. I'm like, yeah, well, her, her, you know, in her mind, that's a quarter of her life. And the first year of her life, she doesn't remember anything. Right. So really, it's almost like a third of her life has been this, whereas for mm-hmm. us, it's been one-fiftieth or whatever. Right. It's a, such a smaller percentage. And then as you get older, every year is a smaller percentage of your total life. Right. So it just snowballs quicker and quicker and quicker. And it's, I feel sad for like Betty White, you know, she's going to turn 100 this year. Right. I mean, the days must go by like seconds. Oh, the last her. few years have just been. I mean, right. it came in. It's just crazy how fast it's gone. I, I think back to when I was younger and <clears throat> I had planned on going to law school, and then the flood of '97 hit and, and, and flushed me out of, <laughs> pun intended, out of Grand Forks. Oh, right. And I never went back. And then a few years down the road, people are like, why, why don't you go back? And I remember thinking, it's like three to four years more of school. Right. And I'm like, at this age, yeah. that ship has sailed. Yeah. I was like fucking 31. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's just like working out. You the, look ta- back, the time would have like, passed either right, way. Right. And now you'd have your law degree. Right. You know, I don't know if you'd be any happier or not, but. <laughs> right. I probably wouldn't be sitting here. You'd be in a lot more arguments. Right. Well, I'm good at that. Yeah. That's a good part about lawyering. Right. Wake up every day and to do what you're good at. That's you what know, I would have done. Completely tangent here. You know, uh, what sucks about being a lawyer is like, or what I've realized, having dealt with tons of lawyers for in my real estate, like flipping business, rarely do they ever uh, have a just result. Normally, it's like, 
right. everybody feels like they lost and that's kind of a compromise. And so it's, it's never as black and white as when you think you're going to be a lawyer and it's really just a lot of compromise and everybody losing. <laughs> so right. I, I don't think I, if, I, now that what I know about lawyers now, I definitely would not be happy because I'd every case that rarely would I feel like actually satisfied. Exactly. Made a difference. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. About. That's um, very similar to nutrition coaching. Oh yeah. Being an attorney. And you know why? Because everyone needs you, but they already, they have Google. So they already think they know everything. Right. So <laughs> you met, for me, it's yeah. every nerd that's ever watched a documentary mm-hmm. or, or read an article on food on yeah. nutrition. And you never know which one they've read. So. Right. Right. And for doc, and for lawyers, it's like, it's like, dude, I never missed an episode of Night Court. <laughs> So we're, we're just going to, we're going to volley ideas back and forth off of each other. And then we're going to figure out this case. Night court. And then I would do a magic trick. Like <laughs> right. Harry. Remember Harry? I think he's yep. dead by the way. I do too. That's crazy. And he wasn't that old. I mean, he was like young when that show was on. Oh yeah, for sure. John Lair. I think John Lair Cat is he dead too? Remember he was the. He has to be, right? The sleazy lawyer guy. He has to be. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, time flies. No kidding. All right, so let's get. Let me look at this uh, exercise-induced asthma thing here. So, because I'm, I'm wheezing like right now from shoveling. I was shoveling earlier. Really sound like it's, you got the. It's still sticking. You in sound here. like you got the uh, Optimus Prime or whatever. Omicron. All right. So, what is exercise-induced asthma? And I've had this since I was a kid. Like I was saying earlier, you got Fran uh, on. Whenever I would shovel, uh, you know, it was cold out. When it's, for me, it's when it's cold. I don't get this in the summer, oh, so I don't know. If, I don't acro- know if that's the same Look thing. Look at the acronym. Where is it? EIB. RIP Rush. Oh, EIB. Oh, yes. Excellence in broadcasting. Okay, so asthma is a chronic respiratory condition that causes inflammation in the airway. There's inflammation again. Boy, inflammation is, is responsible for a lot of bad shit. Right. Exercise-induced asthma can affect people with or without regular asthma. Exercise-induced asthma makes the bronchial tubes narrow during physical activity causing symptoms such as <laughs> wheezing, coughing, and difficulty breathing. I don't have that, thank God. 2018 paper estimates 5 to 20% of the general population have exercise-induced asthma. 20%? That's insane. So one out of five people, possibly? One out of five, and then how many of those one are actually just not in shape? Right. Well, yeah, because when I was... Much fatter. Exercise and I can't breathe. No shit. Yeah. When I was much fatter, you know, like tying my shoes would also induce asthma. Well, that's what (laughs) somebody said. Oh, and my shit. It might well, here been, it says, too, asthma versus fitness. It might okay? have been Mel, where a long time ago, she's like, I have exercise-induced asthma. And I said, yeah, we all do. <laughs> if you go hard enough, you're right. going to get asthma. Exactly. So it says, okay, asthma versus fitness. Even very physically fit individuals, including those with and without asthma, can have exercise-induced asthma. However, for people starting a new exercise routine, it can be difficult to tell whether the <laughs> symptoms are due to a lack of fitness or EIB. Right. Both conditions cause shortness of breath and difficulty breathing. However, EIB differs from being out of shape in several important ways. For people with asthma, symptoms tend to get worse when they are around other triggers such as allergens. And people with EIB, symptoms continue for 10 to 15 minutes after a workout ends. Okay, so it's got that longer, the longer duration after the fact. Sure. EIB can cause coughing and wheezing. People with EIB may experience nausea, which is uncommon in those who are just out of shape. 
I, although I, I mean, I, I remember watching Pumping Iron and seeing like Arnold talk about barfing all the time. Oh, people puking CrossFit all the time. Yeah, so I'm still, I'm still trying to figure sure. out what the differences are. Yeah. So so far they're they're kind of lining up. EIB can cause coughing and wheezing. Yes, so can wind sprints. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not trying to be a science denier, but no, we didn't. Uh, we didn't <laughs> learn a lot there. Um, <clears throat> for me, it's cold though. Like. When it's just freaking cold out, we take a breath in, and you're like, yeah. Then they get that ice cream headache. Oh, God. Brutal. So, well, we solved that. I don't know if it's real or not. Uh, Google Fran Long. God dang it, Dubai. Google who? (laughs) (laughs) My yawns are out of control today. Google what? Fran. Space. (laughs) L-U-N-G. Fran Turkington, yes. Fran Lung. Cough, cough. What is Fran lung? I've never heard of that. All right. Do you cough for the rest of the day? Do you ever cough for the rest of the day after exercising? Okay. If you're going to completely all out in a workout, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Towards the end of the workout, your throat burns. It feels like you can't breathe and you vigorously gasp for air. As soon as you finish, you think the workout is over, but for some reason you can't stop coughing. Huh. Fran lung, exercise-induced pulmonary edema. Aha, the CrossFit community. All right. Okay, they dubbed the host uh, this host of symptoms Fran Lung because the workout Fran is one of the most effective culprits. Oh, is that something where you do a ton of running or what? No, it's it's thrusters and pull ups. Oh, okay, but it's for time. It's but fast it's super cardio. Yeah, it's it's ninety full reps of two different movements and and like the super fit people finish in like two to three minutes. Whoa. Yeah. So you're just going balls out. Yep. So okay. yeah. So we dubbed or coined it Fran Lung. And I get Fran Lung from all sorts of different shit, not just doing Fran. Right. But um, I don't think that means I have asthma. Right. No, it's just that's purely exercise caused. So, it's okay, it says uh, essentially the lungs actually fail to keep up with the heart. As the heart begins pumping out blood at a higher rate to the lungs, it also sends it with greater force. The lungs are trying to get oxygen into that blood and keep it moving to the rest of the body, but they can no longer handle the volume and pressure coming in. Because of this, fluid seeps into the lungs themselves. They literally back up. Sounds pleasant, right? It's not. <laughs> I carry cough drops in my gym bag just for friend long. Okay. <laughs> this buildup of fluid starts to make you cough, and you can now taste metallic blood. Yes. Oh, That's God. the worst. Oh, I taste it all the time. That sounds horrible. Along with dry throat you've from never, breathing. You've never experienced the I'm sure I have. I just didn't know what the hell it was. If you, I was good. My question was going to be, have you ever worked out? <laughs> I, I taste that metallic bullshit. It tastes like blood. I, that's once a week, at least. Wow. That means you're going hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the dry throat from breathing so hard, you're definitely aware you push your physical limits, but you still take pride in having those symptoms. <laughs> but do you still take pride in having those symptoms now that you know what's really going on? So, yeah. So the, then the question is, do you go to that point having known... I still do, symptoms. but I don't. It's it's infrequent. Or should you stop? It's infrequent. Short of that, right? It's infrequent. Infrequent. Okay, it says so it, I it, don't, it doesn't happen all the time. We strategically program the intensity by guiding the exertion you should put into each workout. You should be able to control your heart and respiration rate in order to build stamina and endurance. You do not reach peak fitness by burning yourself out and causing Fran Lung regularly. Fitness is built through sustainable effort day in and day out. So it sounds like to them you're supposed to go right to that edge. Uh, yep. And if you go past it, then you kind of learn where it is and then stay right right at it. It's so 
It's kind of like that. What's that? Rhabdo? Yeah. Where you're just going balls out and then your muscles are exploding. Yeah. Fran Long is probably more acceptable and expected. Yeah. Not as common as Rhabdo. In a common, uh, in a competition setting. Right, because then you're supposed to be going right, balls out. You're not right. building your fitness up. Right. You're just going yep. balls out. Who cares? Yep. I just got to win. Right. You're not but if you, don't practice, if you don't practice, get, get dealing and managing that threshold or going that far, like you said, that they're suggesting you go right up to the edge. Yep. If you don't go over the edge, then you, you'll never know how to deal with it. True, and you'll never know what it's like or what got you to that point. Sure. So you have, yeah, you have, you have to know where that line is. And if you're, if, if you've you're not, never experienced it, your probably chances are you probably haven't gone hard enough ever. Right. But if you do, you got to know where your line is. Yeah. But you're, you're, that line's constantly moving as you get fitter. True. But and physically, like medically, biologically, right? If you're, if you're, if you're not accustomed to that feeling, nor is your body at that point. Mm-hmm. So if you do that in a competition, but nowhere else. Fuck your heart might explode. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure in CrossFit competitions, people have totally passed out. Right. It had to have happened. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's pretty rare, though. Yeah. Pretty rare. Not many people. This. I started talking before I ran it through my head, so <laughs> I didn't run. I didn't send it to my proofreaders first. <laughs> so it, this is going to come out being super fucking obvious, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> Um, you got the microphone. People who go to CrossFit competitions probably have experienced most of, most of that. Yeah. Nobody signs up for a competition going, man, never done it. I'll figure it out on the way. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll wing it. Yep. Nobody does that. So yeah. that's probably why you don't see the passing out. And yeah, not as much. Right. All right. Well, there's that. We solved it. But I learned something new, though. I did not even know what Fran Long was. Did you? Didn't even know what Fran was. No. I mean, I've probably heard it in passing, but sure. I didn't. I've heard yeah. of all the different, you know, wads and stuff. But Fran is one of the females. Okay. And the reason the the, the founder of CrossFit named him after women, he goes. I thought it was maybe an acronym. It's not. It's just no, like a person's it's a, name. Yep. They're all. They're called the girls. Oh, okay. So all the female workouts are just named after girls, mm. and they're all the worst. <laughs> and somebody once said, Greg, why did you name the women the worst workouts after the women? That's sexist. That's not fair. You're trying to say we're mean? And he said, no. Think back in, men, think back in your life. And what's the worst, worst pain you've ever felt? And it's probably because a woman left you. Women induced, right. <laughs> so that's why he named them after females. Yep. Makes sense to me. All right. So now... I saw this article about running, boosting brain processing. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna play right into my. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm actually gonna email it to you. So, okay, running maybe a useful activity to undertake for better mental health. University of Sukuba research have, have found. Oh yeah, they got a great football team. <laughs> it found that only 10 minutes of moderate intensity running increases local blood flow to the various loci in the bilateral <laughs> prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain that pays an, uh, plays an important role in controlling mood and executive functions. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you <laughs> exactly. said all about the things? Right. These findings may contribute to the development of a wider range of treatment recommendations to benefit mental health. 
Oh, you've heard of runner's high, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's bullshit. You think that's bullshit? Yeah. I you, think... I think it's just hormonal. Do you think people get exaggerated? Yeah, or, for sure. Yeah. Yep. But I think unless you're, you know, if you just ran for 10 minutes, I mean, that's you're not going to kill yourself. So no, most no, people are going to leave that going, hey, I feel pretty good. Yeah, runner's high, you have to. Um, I've experienced Nothing it. beats the faster's high, though. <laughs> right. Well, Three days I'm afraid fast. to eat, right. Um, I've experienced runner's high, and it's not really. So if you did weed in high school. <laughs> did or, not. Or still. Never did. You, you, it's not a high. It's not like super euphoric, but it becomes. When you're working like at your job, mm-hmm. or if you're working on a project at home, or you may- I've never experienced database administrators high. No, but have you ever gotten into <laughs> when you've had hard stuff to do, and you ever gotten into a groove? Oh yeah, like settled into yeah. a groove. Yep. And it's like, man, this is just coming easy. You're like in the zone, as they say. That's yeah. runner's high. Okay. It's like, all right, I've already ran six miles, and I have ten more to go. And I'm going to die. And you're like, oh, my God. Uh, now I feel better than when I started. <laughs> right. All of a sudden, I feel better now than when I started. Okay. You're kind of, kind of settled in, and you're kind of sitting in it. Right. And it's just comfortable. Hmm. That's that's what I think that's the highest. That's what I equated is. Yeah. That's the equate, equivalent yep. of it. Okay. So and it's, it's like you, nothing could stop you. Right. You could just keep running all day. Yep. But, you haven't hit that wall yet. But if, if people were to say, oh, it's just like being high, they're wrong. They, they're doing it wrong. Right. <laughs> they're getting high wrong. <laughs> right. Okay, let's see. Running, however, has always played an important role in the well-being of humans. This unique form of inefficiency of human, run, human running, which includes the ability to sustain this form of exertion by jogging as opposed to sprinting, and the evolutionary success of humans are closely linked. Okay, so they're like taking it way ancestral, like just the... Right. Ability to run is so vital to our survival as a species. Can't hunt. Yeah, it makes sense. Or run from a... Can't survive, can't right? Run, run from a saber tooth. Right. Yep. That's why I said on Facebook a long time ago, I, one of my posts that I got a lot of shit for is, when's the last time you've sprinted? Right. Like all out sprinted, like oh, yeah. somebody was chasing you. No. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, unless you're doing it for exercise purposes, you would never do it. Even then, is it all out? Or is your kid about to fall off a balcony or something? Yeah, Dude. That's, that's about the only time you're going to see it. You just described CrossFit. Be ready for that. The whole premise of right. pro- CrossFit yeah. is for be, being ready when that kid's hanging. For that extraordinary yeah. ability. You never that know when that's going to happen. Moment, yeah. you, you never know when you're going to go to the sandbar at the lake mm-hmm. and your kid's going to be out there drowning. And you have to go save them. Right. Can you? And get all the way back with do you. Them. Do you have that in you? Right. And it's like, well, what are the odds? Well, you're going to risk it? Right. Yeah. They're not zero. No, no, definitely not. Sorry, that fires me up. <laughs> it's weird though, like the human the human spirit like that will just kick in. Massive strength, you know, like lifting the car off of yeah. your kid. I mean yep. there's some definitely some truth to that. Right. But you want to be able to lift a little bit heavier car than <laughs> than the other guy. Right. That's that's you the wanna point. be yeah. Okay, so it says, okay, uh, furthermore, bilateral prefrontal activation had significantly increased after running. Particu- participants reported being in a better mood. 
This was supported by findings of coincident act- activations in the prefrontal cor- cortical regions involved in mood regulation. I can pronounce about half of these words I, properly. I can attest to all of that. Yep. And so can my family. Because if I don't work out, they're like, go fucking work out right now. <laughs> right. Or we're going to kill you. Yep. Given that many characteristics of the human prefrontal cortex are uniquely human, this study not only sheds light on the present benefits of running, but also the possible role these benefits may have played in the evolutionary past of humans. That's kind of interesting that it's uniquely human. I suppose you don't see... Because animals, they only move when they have to because they're trying to conserve energy. So lions, the only time they run is when they're like going for the neck of a gazelle. Right. That's it. Otherwise, they're laying around because that means if they have to go find more gazelles, if they exert energy. Right. So they're just conserving it. They never just run for the heck of it. Right. To feel good. You know, we're literally doing it. We talked about that all the time. Yeah. Because we don't, we just... We've talked about that since episode one. Mm-hmm. It's we just get food plopped down in front of us. Yep, don't have to bite any necks. But the the neck biting lions did that <laughs> when they were cubs because they had to learn how to do it. Yep. So you always see them running and playing. Oh, true. Yeah. So, but run. somewhere along the line, we stopped playing. Yep. All right. Let's get into our New Year's resolutions here, not ours, but just a discussion thereof. Let me do that, what I have for you first. Because right. I found, I, I listened, heard this today and I found it was absolutely fascinating. Great. Maybe it's because I spent a lot of time in this space. So maybe I found it more interesting than some folks will. But yeah, I've this episode will drop on New Year's Eve. So, right, right when you're here, we are right on the cliff, right on the precipice. Yep, you're right on the, right at the point where you're going to make a, unattainable goal <laughs> and quit it by Valentine's day. Yep. But not this year. Nope. This year's different. Um, so I was listening to mind pump. Great podcast, by the way. And you know what the latest craze in the nutrition space is? There's Before so many. and after for any way to make money. That's yeah, and this ties into it. the, this ties into the making yeah. money. Here's or to capitalize th- on human hope. Because how, how big in like in my space and then all of the nutrition space, even fitness space too, how huge, this is a rhetorical question, how huge are before and after photos? Oh, yeah. So it's you know, the, I would say it's the main motivating tool that people have or proof. Because when they see proof the before, of their success when they see the before, they're like, I'm that guy right now. Yeah. I mean, when I was mm-hmm. – when I was fat and wanted to get in shape, I would purposely seek out before photos that I looked like. Right, because then you see what's possible. Yeah. Yep. Well, guess what these sons of bitches are doing? Well, because I can't think of a more motivating item than that. No. Like and every nutrition system. nothing more real. Every Nutrisystem commercial, it's always the guy withholding their pants up yeah, yeah. here. You know, and but guess what I'm going to do? Picture. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to piss all over that motivation. Because <laughs> guess what they're doing? What? There's... They're paying people. They're going to gyms and paying people tens of thousands of dollars to get fat. Oh, they're already fit, and then they're just flipping the photos. Oh, so they fatten them up, take the picture, and then no, they take the picture, well, they take of them the buff, after, and then and then fatten them up. Oh, because it's way easier to get fat. So if you were super ripped and someone came to you and said, "Here's eighty grand, just get fat for the next six months, so we can mm. take some more pictures," then you can lose it all right back. But, but boy, though, trying to convince a Super fit dude to do that, that'd be tough though, because they not for 80 grand. it's taking him years. That to get super there. the super fit dude probably is broke ass too. 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's like uh, Christian Bale level, right? Like going from the mechanic yes. to like 100, 100 pounds to playing uh, Dick well, that's Cheney. The fit to fat, fat to fit. That guy. Well, right. That guy. Yep. That guy. Or I think there's actually a YouTube series where they, the, okay, what happens is the trainer gets fat just so he's sympathetic to the client. And then it's a documentary, like, that takes place over, like, three or four months or something. And? He gains weight, and then he, sh- well, what happens is they meet with him, they, you know, get their story, then the trainer goes and gets fat over a few weeks. Yep. And then he goes and shows up at the guy's house and be like, look, I'm fat too, let's do this. Right. And then he has to fight his way back to in shape again, along with the the client. Right. Yep. But if you listen to him, excuse me, if you listen to him during interviews <clears throat> and whatnot, he who Christian Bale? No, the the trainer guy, the fit to the fat, fit, the, the fit, fit to guy. fat. Yeah, he said. Let me pull this guy up. He said, "I just I'm gonna stay. I'm not doing this anymore. It's way too hard to lose it." Oh, so he didn't want to keep going. Yeah, back and forth. he said it's way too hard. Okay, if you just do images. Oh, yeah. So there's. Oh yeah. Okay, so there's. Uh, let me pull up the. So, yeah, there's a whole show on A and E. But but now. That's and I didn't ever. I always thought that. That's why people fucking hold up newspapers. Oh, right. So could, it's not for the proof of the. When they hold up the newspaper, it's not to prove how long it took. It's right. to prove that the after wasn't the before. Right. Yep. So here's a here's a picture of the dude. So yeah, May he's fit. By November he's fat. That did not take that long. No. And then. November, Way longer again. to get back. Yeah, I mean, he's... <laughs> wow. I mean, it's crazy how fast he got fat. Mm-hmm. Drew Manning is his name. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Holy shit, look at this. So... Week 19. And then it came, it, and then it occurred to me, because you can... And then there was all sorts of other things they were talking about in, in different... F- how people are frauds and how before-afters are fraudulent. Well, you know, I've seen ones where they can take... The picture the same day, and just by sticking their gut out, they and talked about relaxing and yep. horrible posture and bad lighting and no yep. tanning oil. You you can make the same fit person look pretty shitty. Exactly. So you well, can, you as a photographer know that. Yeah, I can take a before and after of a fit person and make them look pretty shitty, and then take a total oiled up, perfect lighting rip shot. You know, right? So so what, what so I it find is a, very fakeable for sure. So I messaged into the, I put it in my story, and I tagged the mind pump guys. That's why I've been saying this for a while now, is I think the future is in before and after video. Oh, video. Not photos. That's a good idea, yeah. Yep. Right. So like take my spinning shirt around. And, yeah, and then watching me grab it. Yeah, rela- like, grab, yeah it. grab it, relax. And you know, the guy's sticking out like this, and he grabs it, and it's like this. <laughs> right. And yeah. there's nothing there to grab. Yeah, it's, it's just like muscle. You're obviously yeah. faking it. Yep. No, I think that's a good point, yeah, because. Video and time-stamped. Right. Like in the embedded in the video, like get it right, like wadproof. There's an app that timestamps it. Here's the uh, where's the we got that a, one in the middle. I know. Jeez. Thirty, I mean, 30, clearly 30 kilograms out, on purpose. Now this, I'm trying to find this guy here because this there's a YouTube series that where they take different trainers every episode and then oh. they, they fatten them up and then they surprise the client, the one I was just telling you about. Yep, yep, yep. So I'll, I'll try to find that that YouTube series and then post that in the show notes because it is pretty interesting because these 
guys that start out fit and then they fatten up just so they can be empathetic to the client, mm-hmm. they're miserable. But they hate it. They're like, oh my god, I'm eating shakes and, and you know, they're just and like, they're, oh, this is horrible. I know this is horrible for me. And then they're they just want to sleep. Yeah, they're, they're sick all the time. Yeah, their energy goes away. Yeah, and then they. I think they get checked out by a doctor, and it's kind of like that supersize me guy. Mm-hmm. Remember when he went eight yes. miles every day? Yep. And he's like, my blood work is shit, you know, after like mm-hmm. one month. Right. You know, so they're just miserable the whole time, and they just can't wait to like get back at it. The problem with that show is those people were already in shape when they started, so it's so much easier for them to get it back than it is for the fat guy to get truly fit. Just because, yes, just because the systems and processes are in place. Yeah, and they've sort of already had that that drive and that motivation. Yep. They've already yep. proven they can do it. It's and how they're wired. Most, a lot of people do not have that internal no. drive. No. Just. Well, no, that's why they're fat. The sustainability, yeah. too, you know. And, you know, there's genetic component and all that. Some, you know, you get it a worse hand. You know, like I had to, I have to try to get fat because my family is just naturally super lean. Okay. You know, I mean, everybody in my, my dad was 118 pounds and he went into basic. Oh, really? You know, Jeez. when he was 18. Yeah. I mean, it's, but no muscle tone either. Like my family's just skinny and I could eat when I was young, I could eat just about anything and I wouldn't gain, but you know, obviously that slows down as you get older, but can't read that. I'm too old. It's too dark. Just <laughs> mind pump Justin. Oh, liked your. Oh, I nice. Tagged him. Nice. <laughs> We're famous, bitches. Come on the podcast. All right, so let's talk about how this relates to New Year's resolutions. Because basically, the the problem with all the fraudulence posts, the fraudulent posts, and the trickery and everything mm-hmm. is they're just going after your money and they're just capitalizing on your hopes. That's why. Um, mind pump they go into that and they say that's why we refuse we've had so many amazing transformations and we will not share before afters really ever no nope. it's too bad because if they're legit ones i want to see them right because it is mo- a, mo- yep. a huge motivator it, absolutely it is but i i like the video idea that's a really good idea yep. especially you know with instagram and facebook and every you know social media platform you can do that now okay that's and especially another. with like a nutrisystem commercial that's I mean, another show video. It's, it's almost like you've been you hacked into my email today, and you are an ITer, and you probably could because <laughs> you just had another. I don't know how you do it, but you just had another perfect segue. Yes, and we, um, need, to, we need to have a discussion about your search history. Anyways, um, <laughs> nobody talking about that. <laughs> what do you mean? I deleted it. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's never truly deleted. <laughs> um, as I talk about what I was just about to talk about and I just squirreled really bad because I completely forgot what I was going <laughs> the to The fraudulent stuff. About. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, speaking of the segue from the social media to the videos. Oh, yeah. So at, you go ahead and look up that email I just sent you because we're being super potpourri random today. <laughs> also. But while he's doing that, I'm going to tell everybody about the next 40 nutrition YouTube channel. Ooh, oh, I saw that, yeah. So, yeah, just started that. So look for more to come. Um, and then what Josh is pulling up Do you right want me to bring now. This up? Yeah. Josh is pulling up my experiment for January. So now for all of the Captain Obvious out there, when they look at this and say, it's not January yet. <laughs> I know. They're examples. Calm down. <laughs> so... Here's what I'm going to do. Every single day in the month of January, I'm going to do 45 minutes plus. Mm-hmm. 
of zone two. Right. I'm going to record, I'm going to do either, I'm going to run, bike, or row. But like I've, today I've been practicing it a little bit the last few days. And the three days in a row now I've ran and I feel fine. Mm -hmm. I could I run again today. But in the event that I get sore or I just like, I just don't want to fucking run again. I, I left that bike row option there. Right. But I'm going to try and make most of it running. Right. For 45 minutes, I'm going to test my resting post-warm-up heart rate. Right. Not cold. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the next column. My actual resting heart rate is the first column. Okay. The so next, like before you do anything. Before I do any. Yep. yep. And then after warm-up. And then after HR start yep. is after I've warmed up. Heart rate finish is, is right when I hit 45 minutes and I hit beep on yep. my watch. Right. What's my heart rate? And then the average is I'll pull from Garmin. RPE is how did I feel? Yeah. Like on a RPE. Perceived exertion. Rate of perceived exertion. Yep. So on that day, I felt like I just given it a Is that out five. of 10? Yep. Okay. So if I, it might be nine. Anyways, watts is power output on the bike. Okay. So I, I wanted to keep track of that. And then distance is. Excuse me, the data point. Yeah, when distance is self-explanatory. Yep. Um, my goal is to test the theory that suggests the zone two protocol or the, the Matiphone, the F Dr. Phil Matiphone. I think that's how you say his last name, <laughs> but it's called the, the MAF, the MAF method. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially you pick a very, very, very low aerobic threshold, and then you do it for at least 45 minutes plus right. a lot. Yeah. And as you, and we've talked about this because I've talked about it. It's yeah, the same that. thing as the zone two protocol. Yep. Same exact thing as zone two protocol. And what's the end goal? What does my that end, accomplish? My end goal is at the bottom, at the 31 days of January, I'm going to see what happens to those averages. It's the heart rate average. You want to see that drop. Right. Or, or go up, stay the same, but go and the distance. distances go up. Okay. Right. So you're accomplishing more with less effort. Correct. Okay. Um, which is being more fit. Right. So I'm going to see, I like it. Yep. So that's kind of a resolution, right? Sort so, of. Yeah. So let's talk about, why people do these, why they feel the need to do these, and why they fail. They feel the need to do, why they do them is because they can wait until January. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to start today. That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually, because, yeah, if, let's say it's July. <laughs> Tell you what. Seven months from now. First thing. You guys fucking watch out. Oh, look out. <laughs> January 1, I'm hitting the gym, bitch. Honey, those burgers, gives, those burgers done. <laughs> it gives them seven months to... Delay, delay, delay. I'm oh, oh, I'm doing that, and you, then it's way out, way out in the distance. And, and I've, I've, fuck. Full disclosure, I've been guilty of this. Oh, everyone has, and unintentionally, but I've been guilty of this. I don't think it's for some people in the social media world that we live in right mm -hmm. now. I think some of it is is a mixture of New Year's. You watch it. I'm gonna be <laughs> start my program, and by. Next summer, I'm going to be 8% and buff as shit. And it's July, like you said. Yeah. And they have all the way to January. Right. I think they just hope that's enough time for people to forget. That's true, too. Yeah. 
exactly. You can say whatever you want but, in July that you're going to do in January. Yeah, nobody's going to hold you to it. Nope. That's the problem. Well, and that, that is the problem is why – well, number one, the what is the underlying reason why people want to get in shape, right? Because they hate the, their bodies. Well, that's, you know, that's self, the main thing. It's self-loathing. You have to look at that underlying reason. If it's for – the public or, you know, just to how they appeal to other appear to others, and you know, tweak. that kind of stuff. That's not going to last, nope. you know, and if that's the reason they're doing it and then they go get that gym membership, you know, we've talked about this a bunch that planet fitness and all those places love the shit. Cause then they just get people signing up automatic debiting out of their accounts. And then they come for two weeks. And then by, like I said, by Valentine's day, it's back down to manageable levels in the gym and it's basically empty. The Purple Palaces, late, their New Year's plan, I suppose we can look it up, but I think I saw it was zero sign-up dollars, zero sign-up, $10 a month. Zero sign-up, $10 a month. That person, One dollar, dollar down, down. Dollar down, $10 a month. I thought it was zero. I thought I heard zero. One dollar down, ten dollars a month. So they're gonna pay a hundred and twenty dollars a year to never go. To never go. <laughs> and and I pay I pay thirty percent more a month at CrossFit than they will all year. Yep. To go there. Exactly. The black card. Ooh. That's for the real serious people. Startup yeah, fees. 10 bucks a month. They just want a zillion people to sign up for this and, and then get auto-debited and then never show up. So look what you get. Startup fee, $1. Look what you get. $10. Annual fee, $39. Oh, there they get them. So look at what comes with it. Bring a guest anytime. Use of hydro massage. Oh, that's the the black one. That's no, $22. It says classic. Oh, for this? Yeah. Oh, well, but they don't get those. Oh, oh, oh. See, the, only the check ones. Oh, oh, I see. So okay. they're just showing you what you miss out on oh. if you don't pay the twenty two ninety nine. Gotcha. But they don't care because all they want is that 10 bucks and for you to never walk in the door. Right. Because if you pay the 30 you're probably going to use it. Might. So we have to charge you for wear and tear. Right. Yeah, because if you're going to be actually be in there using this stuff, we got to get reimbursed. <laughs> wow. It's a good business model. I got I to say that. It is. I mean, they know. They but they're not changing they're anybody's lives, but they don't need to. No, they don't need to. They're, they're, they're just, their whole goal is to make a profit. doesn't matter how they do it. And so, they won. They, the, we've always used this term in business, and they won the race. Exactly. Race to the bottom. Right. They won. They won. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the bottom. Where, where, what do you th- whatever you think of them, they're successful as a business. You'd, you'd have to think so. Otherwise, you they know? wouldn't be around. Exactly. Although there are five times as many CrossFit gyms as there are Planet yeah, Fitness. Yeah, I mean, right, but I'm sure if you ask the CEO of Planet Fitness, how we doing, we're like, thumbs up, bro. Oh, for sure. And we're about to have a good month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's looking at his chops. They're, he's looking at his chops because of the calendar, and, and the topic of this show yep. is the, the resolutioners. Right, so, so so getting back to why people do this. Yeah, get right? into let's get into the psyche. So they... Want to, you know, in this world, like I said, of social media and everything else and all this external pressure, rarely is the motivation internal. So I think that's responsible for a wide swath of the people that do this and then fail because they th- they're just doing it because of what others might think of them. And then they, there's, that's, 
that's not sustainable. There's no way that's going to last. You, you have to have like a deep, like you said, self-loathing or, mm-hmm. you know, like you talk to yourself, like, you know, you're a loser and stuff. You got to have some of that going on. Or, you know, you just finally reach the tipping point where you're just sick of it. And just like anything, you know, are you willing to actually stick to it? So let's let's look into this how fitness fits into these New Year's resolutions here. So it said a survey showed that 44% of American adults said they were likely to make a New Year's resolution. Of those, a staggering 13% set out with the intention of exercising, making it the most popular resolution in the United States. That's not all. The third and fourth most common uh, resolutions were weight loss and healthier eating. So the really all kind of wrapped up into one. Yeah. I mean, the top three or four are all fitness and nutrition related. And you think about it, you get through the holiday, you get through Thanksgiving, Halloween's candy, you get through Thanksgiving, you get through Christmas and New Year's, which is part booze and food and cookies. Cookies and, and yep, everything. You're through all that. Now you got kind of a clear sailing mm-hmm. until, unless you're really into Valentine's Day. The excuses are gone. They are. I mean, you really don't have anything big looming until Memorial Day. Right. And... That's really not that big of a deal. You forgot about the weekend. Right. Need to drink beer and eat yeah, pizza, goddamn it. Six days before <laughs> I have to really worry about the temptation. And here's what we just said. Okay, this is fantastic news for the fitness industry. Most fitness entrepreneurs start out to help people reach new fitness goals and lead happy, healthier lives. And as gym memberships begin soaring, January is your time to shine. But as you're probably aware, people's intentions and people's actions don't always align. As the new year marches on, fitness goals can quickly fall by the wayside, and it's the same every year. Yep, so it says, if you prepare with some killer strategies, your gym doesn't need to be quiet at any time of the year. So let's look at some essential New Year's resolution statistics and highlight how you can get ready for the influx of ambitious new members. So this must be for like a gym owner, this article. So it says 80% of new members will quit within five months. That's unreal. That's tough as you're a gym owner to try to, you have to just have that constant influx of well, people. And that's why there's contracts. Well, right, because they know if you're going to quit in five months, they at least got to get you for a year. Right. So then you got to pay for set for seven extra that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have. Right. So they got to get that year out of you. So it says research suggests 80% of G- uh, January gym joiners quit within five months. So that's an interesting stat. I wonder if people that join in July are a lot stickier, right? For sure. They got to be, right? Yep. Because it's not just a fleeting resolution. It's warm up. Right. I go to the gym year round. I have for a decade and a half. Yep. But guess what? I don't even want to go when it's cold out. Right. Yeah, that finding that motivation is is tough. Okay, it says, um, as a studio owner, that means you'll be missing out on a huge chunk of revenue over the latter half of the year. That's not good, especially when you consider that it costs five times as much to acquire a new member as it does to retain an existing one. Just think about that for a it's second. Just, it's just like yeah. a higher employees. Yeah, you're right. By the time you get all the training and they actually get to the point where they're productive, yep. how far in are you? How right. much money in are you? The average gym membership in the United States sits at $58 a month. In real terms, that's an extra $348 per lapsed client that you've missed out on by December. Yeah, this so, is clearly written. Yeah, this is written the, for a gym, for owner. gym owner. But yeah. it's kind of interesting to see it from that perspective, though. Yep. Um, so, you know, they have a vested interest in making you stay, Yep. you know, so there, you know, that's kind of, we can flip it to, from the client view, what that means. That's why if you go to a traditional financing or even, even like a 
angel investors, uh, you know, an investment group, yep. and you say the word gem, they'll just throw you out. Right. It's, it's so tough of an industry. Yeah. Okay. So it says group fitness can slash your churn rate by 50%. So that's interesting. So if you, because of that, you know, tribal thing. That's the community. And people want to be part of a community and they show up and, you know, hey, it's time for that spin class or it's whatever. It's like I have, I have five o'clock CrossFit. Yep. And I know exactly who's going to be in that class. And is that a motivator for you to show up? Because they're going to like, if you're not there, they're going to be where the fuck's Dewey. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Mm-hmm. It really works. And Plus you legitimately enjoy their company. Right. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not sure them, you, but you right. know, That's you, fair. you enjoy them. That's fair. <laughs> it, yeah. No, there's that. And then like... At our CrossFit gym. If and you, if you're there long enough, you get to really know them, too. I mean, exactly. If you're there really for years. Know yep. yeah, I mean. And at our gym now, we get, like when I wasn't feeling well a while back, mm-hmm. and I missed like three or four days, right. I got a message. Where you been? Right. That accountability. Yep. So it's, it's, two, it's brilliant twofold. And it is, hey, I got... You're not going to tell me we weren't recording, are you? No, no, it was a Windows. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Doing Windows. Um, Barking at me. It's twofold. Most people get, oh, I got the flu and I haven't been in the gym, and all of a sudden their phone dings like your computer just did. Yep. Bing. <laughs> oh, an email. Oh, it's my CrossFit coach. He's asking, well, where have you been? Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't been feeling well, but I'm going to be in there tomorrow. And then what do they say later? They're like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to get in there. And and then they go to work and they say, you know what? CrossFit's so awesome. I was sick in the gym. The the coach reached out to me and said, hey, your fitness is taking a hit. You got to get you in here. And that's that accountability. And they just, they're so interested in my success. Are they? Or are they aware of the metrics? That wow. says if it's the longer it goes, the more apt they're not ever to It can come be back. both, though, can it? Yeah, I think it can. I mean, because, you know, they, yeah. they don't have to necessarily be a mustache twirling evil person <laughs> with a monocle. Right, you right. Know, they Just, can still be, those interests can be aligned. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's almost to the point where it's barely even a Venn diagram where it's right. almost it's just, circle, just one yeah. circle. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, okay, yes, it means they'll make more money if you keep coming. Right. But they also want people to do well. Because then sure. you're reviewing them well, and you're, and and you know, you're and a good where, example, and, and where that the the two differentiate because Planet Fitness, if you don't buzz your little key fob and they send you an automated generic email that says, "Hey, we haven't seen you in a while," <laughs> they don't give a fuck. No, no, that's that's just nobody even sent that. No, that was just completely. That's automated. just Mailchimp. <laughs> just yeah, I mean, sending. Well, and that, and you can tell because like your average Planet Fitness, which is normally huge, has how many people working in it at one time? Like a couple. Yeah, two. <laughs> you know, and then a CrossFit gym, which is a much smaller place, yep. has way more people. You know, mm-hmm. the ratio is way right better for the client. Because right. Planet Fitness is really just you know just making sure nobody's burning the place down. That's all they're there for. Right. They're but not training you. It, right. And just to prove to, machines to prove your is. point, it can be both, and it is both. Mm-hmm. Is the coach, if you're gone for a week, the coach reaches out to you and says, hey, Josh, I haven't seen you in a week. Where have you been? Yeah. Oh, I'll be back on Monday. Okay, sounds great. And then when that guy sees you in class, before class warming up or whatever, he goes, hey, how, how is that clean and jerk coming? Right. How, how are those pull-ups coming? Yeah. You know, he just, it's, it's okay, check the boxes. Check, 
Josh has been here. Check. Mm -hmm. Josh has been here f at least four times a week now. Check. Okay. Now, what are the other things on Josh's list of why he said he joined CrossFit? He wanted to get 12 unbroken pull-ups. He wanted to get, um, whatever, a 300-pound clean and jerk. So, yeah, they're constantly... So they're constantly pushing you towards your goals. Yeah, yeah, and and aware of them. Right. And when they see you in class, they'll come up and they'll go, "I think you should do these pull ups strict instead of kipping." Right. Because if I remember right, your goal is you know strict pull ups. So mm -hmm. let's focus on what your goal is, and then they'll kind of customize the customize the class a little bit, right? Just for you. A lot more individualized attention. Yeah. So that's got to help with retention. Oh, for sure. You know, and to prove your point. So yes, it can be both. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that's part of it of why yeah. they stay on top of people. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, you know, how do you maintain that just for the, now from, we've seen it kind of from the gym owner perspective, you know, some of these, this article is targeted towards that. Now, as the, person who's taken this resolution how can you stick with it come february march uh you have to I, and i tell people this every every january um your why has to be stronger than your quit mm. that's it it's no it's nothing secret <laughs> right your why so, has to be stronger than your quit. what 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 I, and I've been through this many times, like especially since I work out at home. So I have nobody checking on me. Right. Nobody's calling. Where you been? You know. So for me, what I have to hang on to. Last night, for that was NF in the universe because I was tired and cranky and grumpy. <laughs> and NF, the rapper, he came on, and the name of the song was No Excuses. And I went, fine, I'll go to the gym universe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, like, so what I do is I put on my calendar, right? It says day two. Oh, okay. Day two, day one. So that's my different workouts I do. And I have eight o'clock every night with a reminder, 7.50 to go off, right? And when that goes off, a lot of the times I'm like, eh. you know, you're just like, eh, I don't want it, right? But then what I cling on to is I've never finished a workout and went, that sucked. Yeah. I always, literally I always, done that. I, I've never ever once said, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. No matter how. You know, I didn't get Fran long or anything, but right. no matter how like sore I was or how much it sucked, I'd never have said I wish I would have done that. Right. I, so if I have to, and you, you know, you have to put yourself through enough of them where you can t predict that ahead of time, so that you know, oh, okay, I'm feeling this laziness, and I want to get up off the, you know, off the couch or whatever you're at, but I know just the repetition at the end, I'm gonna feel better. So. Well, that's all it's for me. That's all that's enough. Why is he, and also why isn't it a given? You know what I mean? Why isn't it? Well, because you always say this, you want to do hard things, right? Well, they're hard by definition. So that's not pleasant at the time, sure, but, you, but people run away from pain. That's the point I'm getting at is if why, what? So let's dumb it down and make it less painful. But, have you ever said, have you ever went to the dentist and said, sorry, doc, teeth look like shit, but I've been so busy. I haven't had time to brush my teeth. And then the other day I got home from work and I was so <laughs> I tired. I said that about flossing. <laughs> I was so tired. I didn't want to go to bed. So I just didn't brush my teeth. Yeah. 
everyone's like, oh, no, you just kind of figure out a way to muddle through and, and just get it done. You just do it. But yeah. brushing your teeth is not an hour of, oh, this sucks. Oh, I can barely get, you know, it's not, it's not painful. No, but you're still making time. Yeah, you're doing it. But I think it's because the very nature of working out is pain that oh, you're running sure. towards. And human nature wants to run towards pleasure, run away from pain. Right. So, you know, you do have to overcome that human nature of that's going to suck. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Exactly. And, you know, I think that takes people a long time and you have to work out enough times or where you, at the end you go, hey, that was, that was, I feel better. Or they don't have it. That's true. Some I mean. people just don't have that. Learn to, they learn to love it. Yeah. Um, or even the ability to suffer through it. Speaking of NF, there's another line in, in that same NF song, the rap song, where he says, I don't do drugs, but I'm addicted to the pain. Yeah, right. Yeah. It it can be said. Some people get off on it. Especially CrossFitters yeah. can be said that it's it's we're rechanneling something that's bad for us into something that's good for us. It's still sadistic. We're still addicts. Right. But we've just shifted our addiction. Right, channeled into something productive instead of right. destructive. Right. Oh, I think that's totally true. But yeah, I mean, I think there is a segment of the population that just is never going to have it. Oh, they're just soft. Yeah. They're just never going to enter a gym. They're never going to care. They're never going to work out at home or anywhere else. Those will never be the and people fine with that. Those are the people who will never run towards gunfire. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that'd be the one time they do run is away. Away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Never towards. <laughs> Speaking of sprinting, right? Right. That'll be when they do it. But you know, Back to the no excuses thing, um, I was thinking about, you know, there's always, you know, oh, the gym's not open, oh, you know, I don't have the right the right equipment, I don't have a membership, blah, blah, blah. That's all bullshit, right? I mean, do you, if it was a ch fitness challenge, could you take somebody and, and they were like, I don't have any machines, I don't have any dumbbells, could you just go, I don't give a shit, I'm going to make you fit? I Could, could make, you do it? If, if they listened to every word I said, I could make you fit. In your home and outside when it gets nice out, mm -hmm. I can make you fit at home, no equipment, Yep. no equipment. And I will guarantee you that alternating every two to three weeks, we'll never do the same workout twice. <laughs> right. So I just want to remove that as a barrier. It's an excuse for people. Like right. I don't have the right equipment. I don't have enough money for a gym membership. Yep. If you just... I mean, as simple as, you know, simple minded as I am and as lack, lack of, you know, fitness knowledge as, as I have, if I, if I was to tell somebody before you get in the shower every morning, do as many pushups as you can and then go but, and then with the goal of every week, that number needs to be higher. But the person who says, here's what happens, because I have this conversation every day, 365 days a year. <laughs> That's the, the curse of being in this space yeah. as you've heard them all. Mm -hmm. And here's. I can tell you exactly how that conversation is going to go without even hearing you have that that hypothetical conversation. That never happened. You don't need equipment. Here's what you need to do. You need to wake up every morning and do push. I don't like push-ups. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, I, I just don't like them. What else you got? And they're just going to fucking keep shooting it shooting down until down, you yeah. quit. Until you quit on them. They're just like, chuck, chuck, pull, pull yep. with your dumb oh, idea. Oh, for sure. And then yep. shoot it out of the sky. For sure. And then they'll quit. And uh, like I said, and then they'll just handpack you. 
until you go fuck it, fine, forget right. it, just be fat. I gotta, I gotta read you one because I give my my buddy shit because I, every time I get another chin up, I, I message him. So I got up to twenty seven the other day, and then uh, please tell me you end the text with where you at. No, I just say 27 chin-ups. That's what I said. And he goes, excellent. I've been trying, but must not be pushing myself enough. I've seen little progress. <laughs> that's that's kind of a, you know. So jump up and just lower yourself down. <laughs> You'll eventually have some. Yeah, I mean, you literally, there's nobody out there that can't do a push-up or half a chin-up, whatever. I mean, and even you don't even need a chin-up bar. I mean, you can just just start with push-ups. Do them on a... Dining room push table. Push-ups, air squats. Put them on a dining room table and just yeah. lean, just elevated push-ups. You yeah, don't... just with push-ups and, and just even air squats and then just grab something and, and then if you you know need to get up and wait. Not even air it's squats. so easy. Not even air squats. Everyone has a kitchen chair, dining room chair, right? Right. Sit down under the chair and get, stand up without oh. using your hands. Yeah, do that a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, and it doesn't take that much time. For people to uh, max out on push-ups, I mean, it takes like a minute. Max out on burpees. Oh, right. Exactly. Burpees. Yeah, perfect. I mean, you don't need any of this stuff. There's no excuse. Do 100. 100 okay, here's your workout here's, for here's today. Here's some planks. 100 workouts, and you don't, or 100 burpees. 100 burpees. Can't stop until you're done. Planks, push-ups, of, it says, of countless varieties, including bent knee, incline, and decline. Right. I like that one where the, she was up on the stairs. She went, her, put her feet up on like the third step, and then, so that's like a decline push-up. Yeah. That's a good idea, they're too. easier. Right. Well, and it just works the muscle from a different angle, yep. which is good too. So then you don't have to just do the same old push-ups and mm-hmm. work the same area of the muscle. Right. Um, curl-ups. Well, I don't even know what that is. What's a curl-up? Um, depends <laughs> on which way you do it. Yeah, I don't know what that I've never curl heard Curl-up, usually like a candlestick. Squats. Lunges. Lunges are brutal. Oh. I just mean, do lunges. <laughs> if it's warm out, do lunges to the mailbox. Right. Bear crawls. Ooh, yeah. Those, those are suck. brutal too. I don't, what's a glute bridge? I don't even know what that is. Glute bridge is when you lay on your back with your feet up, mm-hmm. kind of bent, and then you just thrust your hips into the air. So um, so if I'm laying on my, flat on my back, mm-hmm. hands by my side, legs bent, I will just go okay. until everything's flat, and then right. you just hold it there. Okay. And it works your posterior chain, your glutes and your hammies. So like and your hip flexors. Another thing is when people travel, right? They're in hotel rooms and stuff. They don't, uh, they can't get to their gym. They don't have their home equipment. Do burpees, do pull, do pull ups, do planks, dude. I've push ups, all that stuff. It's so easy. This is gonna sound. There's pathetic. no excuse. There's this will sound pathetic, but I used to travel a lot for work, but I was still conscientious. <laughs> Of my that's good, of my uh, of my fitness, but I'd still like go out with the boys and have some beers. Yeah, there's times when I do like a hundred burpees in my hotel room, shit faced. <laughs> Time to work off that beer I just drank. I just no, yeah. I just I wasn't gonna skip. Right, I didn't care how effective it was. Right, I just was gonna just do it. Well, and it's still effective. Even oh, if for you sure, it's drank your ass off. It's still you're still getting the fitness side check you're checking the box on the fitness side right. even if you destroyed the nutrition side right right you know why but, not i mean it, that was rare but it just went to oh i, I i'm not skipping mm-hmm. i mean i had this plan to do these burpees in my hotel room tonight i didn't plan on the beer but why can't i still do them why what not? does it say yeah, that exactly. well i went out so can't work out right why right all the more reason to stick to it i i mean 
I could play softball and drink six beers and still play another game. <laughs> Why can't I do some burpees? Exactly. Yep. So really, you know, CrossFit gyms, Planet Fitness, my home gym, all, all that is nice, but not necessary. You can just be yourself anywhere. And if you go and to shape, and if you go to CrossFit.com, they have the wad, which is well, the like wad, a, the workout of the day. Right. The workout of the day on CrossFit.com is on the homepage every day, except on rest day, which I think is Wednesday or Thursday. I forget what they call. Oh, it just it had wad. You didn't have to do it. So scroll down or accept the cookies <laughs> right away. What's the first thing you see? Workout, workout of the day. Workout of the day. Full it, rounds for time. What is it? Four hundred run, four hundred meters, thirty hip extensions. Post time to comments. Hip extension, same thing as the, and then it goes down, and keep scrolling down. Uh, but we might have to look at it. No, nope, hold on. No, nope, too far. You have to go back up. There is a always a home version. Hmm. So if you scroll down, click on view more. Um, but the, my point is, you can go to CrossFit.com every day right. and find a some work, variety. Right. Or some and there's ideas. Free, there's free. You can do CrossFit for free. You don't have to join a gym. Right. You can have your own equipment, and you can go to CrossFit.com. Wad, it's right on the homepage, the first thing you'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right there. Beginner option. Four yeah. rounds of time. Run 200 meters with 15 PVC good mornings. What the hell's that? Good morning is put the PVC pipe mm. or a broomstick. You don't need an actual PVC pipe. Put it on your back and then just bend over like you're stretching your hamstrings. Oh, okay. So just bend at the waist and back yep. up. Yep. Do 15 of those and then run it. Right. So that's like no equipment required. Yeah. Freaking broom handle. And and that's always one of the options for the CrossFit workout of the day. Yep. So no equipment, no money. If you got internet, type in CrossFit dot C-O-M, there's your. There's what you're doing today. Exactly. <laughs> Damn, Omicron. <laughs> you got the, the I Optimus have, Prime. <laughs> I have pod, <laughs> I have podcast-induced asthma. <laughs> Ugh, I can't make myself laugh. Friend, friend lung. <laughs> I have pod lung. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. We've gone an hour. What's your resolution, baby? Let's hear them. Mine is not lofty, not sexy, not exciting, but really, 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 really difficult mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And that is, I won't get into the weeds of the specific metrics of my goals, but 2022 is going to be the year of mobility. Dun, dun, dun. I like it. Mobility, mobility, mobility. I hope to be able to tie my own shoes I'm someday. Actually, right? That's my, yeah, flexibility. Oh my God. I'm going to, I'm actually going to yoga tonight. Yoga? Yeah. That's how Madonna got all ripped, right? Uh, no, she probably should. <laughs> or, or cocaine. <laughs> I think she took she about, never ate. Talk about Pilates a lot, but she for a while there, she had like super jacked oh, arms. Oh, yeah. She was yeah, like she all was veiny and, yeah. yeah. I'm going to uh, yeah. That's my that's my uh, that's my goal, is to um, be sitting in this chair next year, being significantly more mobile mm. and flexible. I like it. It's a good one because it's part of longevity. 
It's, oh, it's yeah. equal part of longevity as right. being strong. Yep. And and I've ignored it for the better part of wait. I've ignored it for my whole life. <laughs> yeah, what's a, yours? a lot of strong dudes are, yeah, they just want to be able to lift heavy shit, but they don't, you know, they don't no. care if they can no. pirouette around and, they can't get and touch their toes. Or, or, or the, be the guy at the at Hornbachers who couldn't get his keys. Right. Nice exactly. biceps, dude, but let me grab those for you. <laughs> yep. Mine is leanness. Leanness? Yes. I got it. Regular leanness? Like just, just every day? I want to see abs again uh, since I haven't seen abs since I was probably 18. You want to see abs and That's just what you, so so. What I'm hearing is you want to see abs, yep. And then you just want that to be the space where Josh lives. Yep. Abs are just who Josh is, not like oh, I achieved it. Here's the finish line. Right. No. And then immediately regress. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Like hang, yeah, I want to hang out in that range instead of up where I'm at. Right. Right. Yeah. Make if it I, the new I, range. Yeah. If I, you know. What's it called when you if I yo-yo a little bit? I want to be, sure. be down here instead of yo-yoing at twenty-five percent to thirty. I want to yo-yo at ten to fifteen, right, or right. whatever. Yeah, and then maybe eight when it's time to go to Zorba's. When it's time for the shoot, the the photo right, shoot. Right, it's right. time for my before, my my fake after shot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> before I balloon up again to take yep. the before shot. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. All right, we're gonna wrap it up there, guys. So. Let, let us know your resolutions and if and w- what we should do is check back in like July and see how, or actually like March first how many of you are still doing them still doing your resolution that'd be interesting see that right there is why nobody will tell us what they're what they are nobody's a, nobody's willing to go public mm-hmm. like I posted on Facebook this week I said want to make your life significantly better pick something physically hard that scares the shit out of you. And then, in the, like I said, in the comments, tell us what that is. People have shit think they're thinking about oh, yeah. it, and they have it picked they up, wanna, but they're they not going to gonna fucking go public. No way. Wanna, yeah, declaring it is it's, now. It is you're written. Your flag. It is written. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's, but it's scary. It's amazing. Like like you said last week, you know that time is going to pass no matter what. And even if you didn't hit that goal, you could have made a lot of progress towards it, regardless. So even if it's but, a crazy goal, but set realistic goals. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. But I mean, when I say do something scary, I mean I sign up. Right. Plop your money. Just agree to go to. Plop your hundred bucks yeah. down and sign up for the Fargo Marathon. Right. Just do it. Yeah, or join CrossFit or something. Yeah. Just, Just get, sign up. Yeah, get in, get moving, get in some, get somewhere. Yeah, and and do something that scares you. There's a really good chance you're not going to achieve anything. That's well, the that's the sad reality. We know that's right, the but, vast majority. But you know, but why not be the five percent that does enjoy the the, the ride? <laughs> yeah, enjoy the progress and the ride and the process and just have fun with it. The time's gonna pass either way, like we always say. Yep. Where do you want to be? All right, guys. Send emails to info at fitandfurious.com. Make sure you watch on YouTube. Check us out anywhere audio podcasts are found. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. Support the show at FuriousMerch.com for t-shirts, and we will see you next year. Ooh, good twist. (laughs) 